Chapter Seven of Uncle Remus and Friends Seventeen Stories by Joel Chandler Harris. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Mr. Fox is again victimized. When Miss Sally's little boy went to Uncle Remus the next night to hear the conclusion of the adventure in which the rabbit made a riding horse of the fox to the great enjoyment and gratification of Miss Meadows and the girls, he found the old man in a bad humor. "'I ain't tellin' no tales to bad chillins,' said Uncle Remus curtly. "'But, Uncle Remus, I ain't been bad,' said the little boy plaintively. "'Who dat chunkin' dem chickens dis mornin'? Who dat knockin' de folks' eyes wid dat yellow mamma sling dis fo dinner? Who dat sickin' dat pinter puppy after my pig? Who dat scatterin' my engine sets?' Who dat flingin' rocks on top of my house, which a little mo' and one of em would a drap sprang on my head? Well, now, Uncle Remus, I, I didn't go to do it. I, I won't do so any more. Please, Uncle Remus, if you will tell me, I'll run to the house and bring you some tea cakes. Seein' em's better than here tell of em, replied the old man, the severity of his countenance relaxing somewhat. But the little boy darted out and in a few minutes came running back with his pockets full and his hands full. <laughs> I lay your mammy a spishin' that the rat's stomachs is widenin' in this neighborhood when she come for to count up a cakes, said Uncle Remus, with a chuckle. <laughs> these, he continued, dividing the cakes up into two equal parts, these are tackle now, and these are lay by for Sunday. Let me see ya. Uh, I most disremember whereabouts Bro Fox and Bro Rabbit was. The rabbit rode the fox to Miss Meadows and hitched him to the horse rack, said the little boy. Why, course he did, said Uncle Remus. Course he did. Well, uh, Bro Rabbit rid Bro Fox up, he did, and tied him to the rack, and then sat out in the pizza with the gals a smoking of his cigar with more proudness than what you most ever see. They talk and they sing, and they play on the piano. The gals did. Twill by and by it come time for Bro Rabbit for the big one, and he tell em all good-bye and strut out to the horse rack, same as he was the king of the patterollers. And then he mount Bro Fox and ride off. Bro Fox ain't sayin' nothin' tall. He just rack off, he did, and keep his mouth shut. And Bro Rabbit knowed that there was business cookin' up for him, and he feel monstrous skittish. Bro Fox amble on twill he get to the long lane uh, out of sight of Miss Meadows' house, and then he turn loose, he did. He rip and he rare, and he cuss and he swear, he snort and he cavort. What was he doing that for, Uncle Remus? the little boy inquired. He was trying for to fling Bro Rabbit off in his back, bless yo soul. But he just might as well a wrestle with his own shadow. Every time he hump hisself, Bro Rabbit slapped the spurs in him, and there they had it up and down. Bro Fox fell a toe up the ground, he did, and he jumped so high, and he jumped so quick, that he mighty nigh snatch his own tail off. They keep on gwine on this way. Twill by and by, Bro Fox lay down and roll over, he did, and this sort of unsettled Bro Rabbit, 
But by the time Brer Fox got back on his footses again, Brer Rabbit was gwine through the underbrush more samer than a racehorse. Brer Fox, he lit out out of him, he did, and he pushed Brer Rabbit so close that it was about all he could do for to get in a hollow tree. Hold too little for Brer Fox for to get in, so he had to lay down and rest and gather his mind together. While he was laying there, Mr. Buzzard come flapping long, and seeing Brer Fox stretch out on the ground, he lit and viewed the premises. Then Mr. Buzzard sort of shake his wing, and put his head on one side, and say to himself, like, says he, Brer Fox dead, and I so sorry, says he. No, I ain't dead nutter, said Brer Fox, says he. I got old man Rabbit pent up in here, says he and I'm gwine to get him this time if it takes till Christmas," says he. Then, at a mo' palaver, uh, Bruh Fox make a bargain that Mr. Buzzard was to watch the hole and keep Bruh Rabbit the whiles Bruh Fox went out of his axe. Then Bruh Fox he lope off, he did, and Mr. Buzzard he tuck up and stand at the hole. By and by, when all was get still, Brer Rabbit sort of scrambled down close to the hole, he did, and holler out, Brer Fox, oh, Brer Fox. Brer Fox done gone, and nobody said nothing. Then Brer Rabbit squall out like he was mad, says he. You needn't talk less you want to, says he. I knows you there, and I ain't caring, says he. I just want to tell you that I wish mighty bad Brer Turkey Buzzard was here, says he. Then Mr. Buzzard try to talk like Brer Fox. What you want with Mr. Buzzard? says he. Oh, nothing in tickler, cept there's the fattest gray squirrel in here that I ever see, says he. And if Brer Turkey Buzzard was round, he'd be mighty glad for to get him, says he. How Mr. Buzzard gwine to get him? says the Buzzard, says he. Well, uh, there's a little hole round on the other side of the tree, says Brer Rabbit, says he. And if Brer Turkey Buzzard was here, so he could take up his stand there, says he, I'd drive that squirrel out, says he. Drive him out, then, says Mr. Buzzard, says he, and I'll see that Brer Turkey Buzzard get him, says he. Then Brer Rabbit kick up a racket like he were driving something out, and Mr. Buzzard, he rush round for to catch the squirrel, and Brer Rabbit, he dash out, he did, and he dis fly for home. At this point Uncle Remus took one of the tea-cakes, held his head back, opened his mouth, dropped the cake in with a sudden motion, looked at the little boy with an expression of astonishment, and then closed his eyes and begun to chew, mumbling as an accompaniment the plaintive tune of Don't You Grieve out of Me. The seance was over. But before the little boy went into the big house, Uncle Remus laid his rough hand tenderly on the child's shoulder and remarked in a confidential tone, "'Honey, you must get up soon Christmas morning and open the door, cause I'm gwine to bounce in on Mars John and Miss Sally, and holler Christmas gift, just like I used to in during the farming days for the war, when old Miss was live. I bound they don't forget the old nigger nutter. When you hear me callin' de pigs, honey, you just hop up and unfasten the door. I lay I'll give Mars John one of these yes surprise parties. 
End of Mr. Fox is Again Victimized